You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, for the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, each Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage pairs extremely well with the finest Scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. The following is paid programming. The views do not represent that of JVC Broadcasting, its staff, or management. What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on. You never let a cigar that way. You use a wooden match. Preserves the flavor, you see. Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Boynton Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With Honest Abe, Adam Kay, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Ahoy, ahoy. And the lovely lady. Good morning. Yes, we are broadcasting live from the main cigar lounge at the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar, right here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. If you're in the area, mm-hmm. swing on by and join us. We're hoping to have a great show today. Sure um, are. Sure are. we got some interesting people. we got Enrique Sanchez, 
CEO and founder of 1502 Cigars, new company, first time on the show. We're mm-hmm. going to find out what he's all about. Um, Matt Booth is going to join us today, our good old friend, and I think the person that the brewmeister dreams most about on no, a daily it, basis. It, it's ridiculous because he texted me yesterday. He's like, I come show. I talk now. Or <laughs> there were many things in there, or well, it'd probably be better if I got the full verbiage out. Let's see. Hmm. Let's see. Really I, really I am displeased. Uh, I no. really think there's a secret love affair going on here. I really do. Oh, and he's also. Oh, he said cigar and rectum. My new boutique. When I come on show. He did. Mm-hmm. I'm reading the text. Yep. Yeah. We. What does it say? We are still. Well, he's. he's it's any day now. He, he still hasn't had the baby, but it's any oh, day now. Wow. So uh, wow. that's probably why. Yeah. Little Boofy Junior. Baby Boof. Um, also, a special surprise guest. I was on the phone with my good friend Jonathan Drew yesterday, and uh, he wanted to come on the show, so Jonathan will be on uh, sometime during the show. Awesome. Very cool. Um, as always, uh, follow Kiss My Ash Radio on Facebook and Twitter. Every day we post a social media word. If you're the 10th caller at 877-966-9960, you'll be... 877-960-9960. You skipped to the first zero. Oh, yeah, you I? said 966. Yeah. No, oh, it's 960? Yeah. yeah. I'll get it after a few years. Close yeah. enough. 877-960-9960. Just Google it. Just Google it. It's okay. You can Google it. Be a 10th caller and you win a wonderful five-pack courtesy of Iconic and Recluse Cigars. Just follow us at Kiss My Ash Radio. Um, also, Sycar, makers of cutters and lighters. Fine products as guaranteed for life. Give away our listener. A lucky listener every week, wonderful prize. What are the fine folks at Zycar giving away today, Lady M? Today, when you're the 10th caller after hearing this sound, you are going to get the Zycar XI1 Titanium Cutter. This is a stainless steel blade, a beautiful cutter. It's a $65 value, guaranteed for life. Very cool. And you can find a picture of that package on our Facebook page, which is yep. my Ash Radio. Absolutely. Um, also, what do we got? We got a oh, new segment. Yeah. We have a new segment today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brewmeister's going to show brew. people why we call him the Brewmeister, the brew. I guess. We're going to brew. We're going to do some brew tastings. Yeah, you're going to... Blind brewing. Blind brew brew review, we're going to call it. And, John, you got three uh, microbrews, I guess. We're going to taste and compare. That'll be coming on later on the show. And that... Uh, See how good I can get. Woo! Let's drink some beer. I've been up since 5.30. I am this ready. This is probably the only episode that Adam probably, probably wanted to show up for. Yeah. Because there's beard. Well, well, there was the beer guy. We, we had the guy from uh, the, Saltwater. The, yes, we I like the gul- them. We should get another brewery on. We should? Yeah. Copper Point just opened up down maybe the street. We get a, maybe we should get a producer for the show so we mm-hmm. can help put it, put it together. You know, put some yeah. stuff together, get some things going. Yeah. Plan <laughs> some things. Mm. Uh, interesting weekend. Game five, the Stanley Cup. Oh, let's tell everybody how you're going. That's so cool. Of course. Brag of about it. Damn right, I'm bragging about it. Yeah. Yeah, duh. You know what? <laughs> you got a Facebook. You're it too. right. You're right. I didn't have a, I didn't have a morning of swimming with the sea turtles and the dolphins like you did this morning. I, and manatees. It's all down here. And the manatees. It's also downhill from here. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm going to Game Five of the Stanley Cup. I'm going to watch the Hawks get one game closer, hopefully closing this thing. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, going with my good friend not... Tom, Tom Reiner from Davidoff. So. uh yeah, we're going to go out there and going to head, start driving to Tampa right after the show. Pumped up. Got my Hawks jersey. Which, by the way, did we talk on this show? We did last week. Do you week. know that that wasn't 100% accurate? Really? Yes, I did a little research. Really? Yes. Even though you had, we said someone was here, they knew someone who? Yeah, here, here's the scoop. 
I want to correct ourselves. Because I was going to say, I saw you got it, and I'm like, you're really going to go and maybe have to change? <laughs> well, we talked about the show how Tampa Bay, first off, it was true that a Ticketmaster will not, would not sell any tickets to anybody whose credit card billing was not a Florida billing address. What? Okay. Yes. This is to the game tonight? Yeah. To the whole series at Tampa. All, all Tampa. All Tampa games. Let's be specific. Not all playoffs. Tampa didn't want anybody who didn't have a Florida residency buying a ticket to their game. Oh. Okay? So that was rumored, and that's actually true. Um, then the other rumor was that they weren't allowing anyone in the stadium to wear Blackhawks jerseys. Or even when the Rangers were playing the Rangers, Rangers jerseys. jerseys right. Okay? Which ended up being partially true. Um... Anyone sitting in any of their Lexus lounges, their, uh, they got a cigar lounge, I think they got a Diamond Crown cigar lounge in there, and they got a couple party rooms, and as some of the private, like, bigger company areas, they are not allowing it there. Interesting. Well, that, you know, that I can totally understand. There's still 20, there's still 19,000 other seats available in the stadium that you can wear the I would on. totally understand why they would do that for those, especially those corporately sponsored lounges for local area businesses. For, they don't really want to give the projection of, hey, we don't have enough fans here, so here, look at this big corporate sponsorship where these guys are paying $50,000 a year to get their name all over it, and there's someone in, from the out-of-state team. Well, here. I mean, I think if you pay $50,000 for a suite, well, it's, it's not the private suites. Well, it's, no, it's not the private. Right, it's right, the right. corporately funded right. ones, and those guys, especially for those local sponsorships, and there's someone there with wearing a out-of-town jersey. It's a free jersey. country. You should be able to wear whatever you want. Well, I mean, my argument was, obviously, of course, it's, it's an NHL-licensed product. If I'm supporting the NHL, the commissioner should be saying, hey, you can't do that. But either way, I got my Hawks jersey in. And you're a lot of wear. You're not going to be one of those corporate no. things. No. I'm definitely uh, wearing my Hawks jersey to the game tonight, game five. Missing missing grandma's housewarming party. A weekend, a weekend I'm just so. not going to be with the in-laws. I don't know how I'm going to survive or make it through. No, I love you, Grandma. I actually wish I was there. <laughs> Not that anybody from my uh, wife's family is listening to my show, but... Somebody but, knock on wood or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, they are all listening right now. They are and not. So what are your plans other than I little actually, mermaiding with dolphins? I already and... mermaided with dolphins this morning. I actually have a couple's massage lined up. Um, and it was supposed oh, to be... Oh, yeah. Get this. This what? is a Father's Day gift that Emily gets herself a massage. No, it's for him, but it's a couple's thing. Yeah, how did that but work out? I was, so convenient. I was going to surprise him, and I, I told him this morning like an idiot. And then he like got mad at me because I told him. I'm like, well, don't make me feel bad, like worse about it. Do you understand the definition of a surprise? I know. It wasn't really – it wasn't meant to be a surprise. You've been telling was, me all day. Are you surprised uh, with Duncan? Well, I told him this morning because I told him to drink lots of water because he had a, a fireball night last night. So he's like, I'm not going to Orange Theory Fitness because that's what I've been talking about. <laughs> he thinks I'm going, taking him to this, this new gym because we've been talking about it. And so he was getting all worked up about it. I'm like, you know what? We're not going to the gym. I'm taking you to a massage. And then he was like – blank face he felt really bad but he pushed me there to tell him <laughs> so that's how he found out <laughs> nice, that's all. nice surprise Remember, throw <laughs> me a surprise party please so good unreal how about you anything golf i had a rough morning Why? i rolled over at 4 a.m didn't realize i didn't have my alarm on so i turned the alarm on and then i also changed the hour setting an hour earlier so i've been here since eight got up way earlier than i thought why didn't you just go back to sleep? Because I was already in the car before I realized that it what was... time it was, that it was 7.40. Wow. You don't like... You really a strange guy. Yeah, because I look at my clock like 10 times before no, I walk out the house. No, because like, the one that was in the house, and I picked up my phone, I put it in my pocket, never looked at it. Oh, that's your fault. Yeah. 
you know, people like that to, was my fun morning. People like to send the perception of what type of person they are. Adam doesn't. He just let him, lets everybody know he's weird. Doesn't, doesn't hide it. How speaking is that of, weird? Speaking of perceptions, it was a segue, really. It was a segue comment. Speaking of perceptions, I love your Facebook post yesterday. Yeah. This is what I love about Facebook. I, I, I'm not a Facebooker. Abe is I now up, on Facebook. I Abe. had to get a Facebook account for administrative reasons for our social media because I was sharing somebody else's and it just wasn't working out. So I ended up having to get a Facebook account. You know, I, I, I haven't made one personal post on my Facebook page by a comment because I read the news. But he enjoys so commenting this, on everyone else's yes, personal posts. Yes, I'm trolling. Listen to this. I see this wonderful trolling. picture of this huge, what was it? Chicken, chicken salad. salad and corn and, and sprouts and, it, you know, it is quinoa. And this is what I'm having for dinner. So, of course, I got on there. I said, really? Seriously? Why don't you post a picture of the 25-count Dunkin' Donut Munchkin box you had for lunch today? <laughs> Which I did. Which yeah. she did. But I, didn't see, I, I, I did. didn't see a post of that on Facebook. Did you do that like twice this week? It's no, so wrong. No, I only did that on It's Friday. It's my Friday fix. The donuts are. 25? Nah, I give Stu one or two. She gave three away. <laughs> no. Really? Three away? And I threw one away. of them. It's really only like three donuts. I listen, I, I... No, listen, I'm all for it. I have no problem <laughs> with it. I just love the Facebook post of all but the I healthy shared, stuff. But I shared the healthy stuff because people like that, and a lot of people are going to go make that. It's really good yeah, chicken I, salad. I, I, I prefer the Dunkin' Donuts not. post. Yeah. yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, Adam, actually, I had three people already text me and tell me that they made it last night. I totally believe that. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you still got your hashtag cooking Emily's way? Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. When's the last time you posted on it? Um, I'll show you. Does out. anybody follow you? Yeah, I got lots of followers yeah. on uh, Cooking Emily's Way. Duncan? No, he doesn't play on Smart Instagram. Smart boy. <laughs> All right. Up ahead, we got Cigar News and Blind Brew Review, our first uh, microbrewery blind review done by the Brewmeister and Lady M. Should be interesting. Stay tuned right after this. Follow us on Twitter at KissMyAshRadio. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. This is a Law Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. And I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. 
This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Don Henley. Bum, 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 bum. No, this nobody. Is, this Actually, is my jam. Well. This is like my jam. This I, is I like, can't believe that. Uh, I don't. Uh, what type of band? Uh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> she knew Don Henley. Yeah, but the, the she, Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Only, only after Mike went. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, Glenn Fry. Not in like. Yeah. You can put me on. Was I on the whole time? I no. met no. him. Yeah. So you knew Don Henley, uh, but you didn't know he sang for the Eagles. No. Because I, I like. I, I almost collapsed when you got Don Henley. Yeah. I really did. I was impressed. You. I, was, I, I The first thing I did was looking to see who told her. Yeah. No. I knew this. <laughs> you asking me or her? Oh, she didn't Come on, dude. She, she didn't even know he's singing for the Eagles. Give her a break. He played the bass guitar. No. The piano. No. The banjo. The banjo. The flute? The flute. The flute. That was, the, that was Ian Anderson. Drums. He played the drums. That was Ian Anderson. <laughs> All right. Do we have an intro for this segment? Yes. Oh, no, you did. There's a new one. intro. You made it? I didn't use my voice. As long as your voice wasn't in it, it was actually pretty good. That's the premise I went on. Yes. Yeah. It's not over? Oh, yeah, it's over. This is, oh, this this playing, this this is the background. background this is, this is background is, music? This is my Stop it. It's really is, annoying, Colin. This is me playing the... Uh... No, it's not do that. You have, <laughs> do you have an intro fetish, though, really? Uh, you enjoy them. Well, I, I enjoy production. Uh, you like intros. I love intros. You like making intros. Well, production. You like making some rejoiners, don't you? Yeah, of course. Colin, start with the flute again. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, you like to do certain things, like hear your I'm own voice. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about John. <laughs> so, like, it's like a thing. Listen, why don't you go Emily hashtag way of a Dunkin' Donut thing, will you? Yeah. Go be real. Go be real somewhere. <laughs> All right. So tell us what you do here, uh, uh, this, Johnny B. This is a new segment. It's called the Blind Brew Review. I know. It's hard to say, isn't it? 
Blind, blind Brew, brew review. review. Yes, very good. See it five times fast. Blind Brew Review. Blind Brew Review. Blind Brew Review. <laughs> you sound drunker each time I you know. say it, so it actually makes sense. It's actually a good one. Um, so I went to uh, a local establishment that sells alcoholic beverages, and I chose three individual beers, each of varying kinds, I guess you could say. Um, and it will be Adam K., the Brewmeisters, and Lady M is going to participate as well. Adam looks like a dog that just rolled up to a piece of meat it didn't recognize. Look it's at him. amazing. His snout is in the cup. You're smelling I'm it? Through, I'm trying to get the bouquet. He's getting well, the bouquet. Please, do tell us about the bouquet. Just well, go well, through it. Mm-hmm. All right. It. Basically... What we, the first one we're looking at here is what looks to be like an amber ale, he is uh, possibly you know a darker single IPA. It's not a pale ale, but it's in the amber quality. The clarity is quite nice, as you can see. There's nothing really. There's no cloudiness in there. I see your fingerprints all over the cup. Well, yeah, that's but that's not really what you're okay. looking for. Just the clarity is. I would give it a 10 out of 10 on the clarity if I was doing a BJCP scale judging. And what is BJCP? That is the Beer Judges... Uh... BJ. <laughs> Emily just keyed right in. It's, the, it's, the it's not what you think. Beer Judges Certification Emily Program. got excited. She's like, what, what kind of review is this? Yeah, the BJCP, or Beer Judge Certification. Beer Judge Certification. Not Do before. you have a, a license to be a Beer Judge Certified? I, I am not. No, I am not. Would uh, you qualify if you wanted to? Uh, I would have to go through a couple of... Uh, a few things. I'd have to fill out some forms and <laughs> that's it. Well, pass a couple of things and then just you know get licensed by. Uh, I'm surprised you don't do it. Is, I just found out uh, it's a long story. So Emily, what is your pre-take on the the beer before we drink mm-hmm. it here? Now, of course, your area expertise is just consumption, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> you were you gonna snort it? No, <laughs> yeah, I was. This nostril stronger than this. There. Conflict sometimes. Do you look at the clarity and the you know what, I don't. Uh, bouquet of a beer before you? I am you the type of person though that says shotgun it. Show me this. No, I don't shotgun beers. I say Are you a bonger? You like a beer bong? I haven't done a beer funnel. Yeah, that's a beer bong. Yeah, I haven't done one of those in a while. You're a beer bonger. I can tell you're a beer bong girl. I can. Do you do it while they hold you upside down? I've never. No, that's a cake stand. Oh. I'm, Get with it, okay? I'm a little older. <laughs> yeah. They didn't do keg stands in my days. The only thing we did was put a hole in the bottom of the can and open it. That shotgun. Was, that's all we did growing up. Uh, we shotgun at the, at the beach and the sandbars and stuff because you're in the water and it's like, ah, beer. Yeah. All right. So what is this? <laughs> you're going to taste it first. Drink it. Can we videotape this? He's getting He's getting. Look at his mouth. Now. I know. It's hilarious. What are you? You're, you're, this is I, a very serious business. I don't want to your process, but you... You're swishing it around your mouth? Yeah, basically, I'm just getting it to move across the entire palate. So I'm getting the front, the back, the sides. I'm getting the full bouquet of the beer. This is funny. So I'm getting a total idea of what it actually is, seeing if there are the different nuances that are... Because you get a lot of different flavors, because you have all the different taste sensors you have pick up different pieces. Emily's just chugging it. Um, After that, it's definitely a lager. uh, Lager yeast was used on this. Um, So, and it's... Five percent alcohol. It's very low on the alcohol level, and I'm gonna say uh, under 40 on the IBU scale, which is uh, basically high IP, I, IPAs are very high on the International Bitterness Unit Scale. Uh-huh. Basically, that's the amount of overall bitterness that your flavor pick that your mouth picks up as it tastes the beer going through. Um, based upon that, depends upon different things with your final gravity and everything, but very very low. Very low in the IBUs, and that's why it also has a bit of that lager note to it. So it's more of an amber lager. Yeah, I would not drink this. 
It's um, not bad. It's not my. It's not something I would probably go. It's something I would probably not go back for. Um, it's not your your cup of beer. It's not. It, it's the overall bouquet is not a hundred percent of what I would look for. All right. So what is it? This is a Samuel Smith Organic Pale Ale. So it's not a longer wrong. But he, you had it right at the beginning. You did say pale. It could be a pale ale when you were um, sniffing it. Mm-hmm. So I will, I will, oh, he's very upset with himself. Hold on, let's go to the next. It's not great. The organic threw him off. I would not. You know, I don't think it's bad. I would order this at a restaurant. Everyone knows that that bottle, that, that beer is, uh, I think it was nine dollars a bottle. Really? Yeah. Not worth it. Yeah. Holy cow! Don't, so if you're but, scoring at home, don't get that one. But that, no, 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 yeah, but, uh, every, but everybody's palate is different. For me, I'm not a really heavy beer drinker. Well, all three of us what, just said we wouldn't drink it again. Yeah. So well, I didn't. Wait, uh, did you get Did you get a full ingredient list on what they're using? Are they using a full organic uh, malt bill? It's on the, the. I'll go get the bottle. Yeah, you probably should have Check that information. We need to move on. Yeah, okay, we'll, next beer. We yes. going. I could, unfortunately, I could probably do this all day. I know you can. All right, beer number two. We can tell. Beer number two. This is a dark uh, stout or porter style. Um, it is very much. Obviously, you're not going to get any clarity out of this. Ugh. I'm going to guess that Ugh. that's a bitter beer. It's not bitter. It's actually not even nearly as bitter as that one. It's got to be. It looks like tar. This is, not, like what Jed, this is like what Jed this is, found This is going to be down at like a 22 on the IBU scale. Um, it, it is more. It tastes like coffee. It's yeah, it's got a coffee note in there. There's it's got a beans. it's got a sour note in Infused there as well. With coffee beans. Yeah, coffee and sour. What a great slow drift. Slow drift with a little dash of chocolate syrup. It's got a little bit of a cocoa note in there. Cocoa. But, that's what I said. Chocolate. Um, Try it. You like it? Uh, no. It's got a bitter. Yeah, it's got a bittering. It's not great. Yeah, it's what, not your cup of tea. What's what's this beer? This one is the Sierra Nevada Rain Check Spiced Stout. Well, it was a stout. Mm-hmm. Right yeah, on. You're a Sierra Nevada fan, though, aren't you? Uh, I like a lot of the Sierra Nevadas. They've got done a lot of good with IPAs, but a lot of their darker stuff just doesn't work. Yeah, it didn't. It, and that. it does not, especially on this. It made my tummy rumble. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the third beer, this one has the traditional urine bouquet. Yeah, this uh, this is the classic, <laughs> yes, you know, just this is your they classic, have a classic piss beer cup. Tint. Yes, classic, you know, like your Coronas. It's got a very it's good clarity to it. It's bubbles are coming up on the bottom, which is a lot of that lager yeast. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah, that's what you a get from your lager yeast. A lot of bubbles are not stopping. Uh, good head on top. Little vagusils to take care of that yeast. Extra cheese on the taco. Well, the head, I'm saying. This one has head. Those ones didn't. Um, this one, I actually think, was on the shelf a little too long in the store. <laughs> <laughs> Must it, not be a big it mover. Skunked? It's, is it skunked? It, it's not skunked, but it's got a little bit of an oxidation to it, so it got a little bad. What you're getting there is, if you notice that little bit of a sour note that's there, it's not part of what should have been in the profile, but it's a little bit more of the... It, it got a little oxidized. That one can John, be the worst one what, what is that? This one is the St. Bernardus Extra 4 Belgian Ale. And is it old? Um, uh, it was you, new you, to me. You, you can check the, the bottle, but yeah. Um, it's been over-oxidized. It's been sitting on the shelf a little too long. So well, you t- don't recommend any of these beers? No, I do not. All right. Well done, John. Very good. Pick three winners. Well, I'm a connoisseur of beers, as everyone can see. I think the segment might work better if you let Adam go pick out three stellar beers to talk about. Well, was it blind? Well, it was it blind, blind review. It was like he was supposed to name the beers. You know what? I we'll make a list up of 30 beers that you like, and we'll choose from those. And, and then, then he and has then, to yeah. pick which one yeah. it is so he knows what his choices are. Yeah. 
All right. It's a big array of beers. No worries. Uh, we're going to go to break. After the break, we're going to have Enrique Sanchez of 1502 Cigars right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siriar, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest location. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Placeres Reserva, a beautiful box-pressed cigar boasting a dark, oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, and bold Nicaraguan and Honduran long fillers with a Costa Rican binder for excellent flavors. With a premium blend of chocolate, wood, and coffee, this medium-bodied cigar is complemented with pepper, cocoa, spices, and a hint of sweetness with a long, lingering finish. Placeres Reserva shows off how proper blending and aging tobacco make for a well-rounded, satisfying cigar. Placeres Reserva, presented by Coots. To find a tobacconist nearest you, please visit coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in sun-grown or Maduro. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Like 
Alrighty, ready. You, you know this song, Em? Em? Yeah. I will buy you dinner anywhere if you tell me who sings this song. Oh, man. Didn't we do this last I don't. Time? I'm just saying because I was shocked you because this song's got to be 19. I know. 70, maybe? Three? Four? I don't know it. No. But, but look. It's in the 70s. I'll take that bet. Look it up. I don't know, but I just have it on my my wedding notes. For the my song list. is on her wedding list song. Mm-hmm. It is. It is, but you I don't know. I don't. I, we talked about it before. I forget. Jay Giles, man. All right, yeah. I'm gonna add that to my notes. Jay Giles. I don't do it to him. Jake Giles or Jay Giles? Jay Giles. Giles. Jay Giles. Is it 81? I thought Love I was a lot younger. Well, I thought it was you gotta remember, my dad is 65 years old. I grew up listening to what he listened to. Wow. All right, welcome back. I'm not saying that that's anything. (laughs) (laughs) I just spoke in here, man. What? All right, folks. Uh, Honest Abe here. We are back broadcasting live from the main cigar lounge in the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo shop. So, yeah, I'm thinking that segment, I might like it better in the future. If you just bring in, like, three solid beers that you recommend our listeners to drink, because you, know, you are the brewmeister. Right, yeah. And I think you can steer them in a better direction, because, you know, sending John to the store to pick three lame-ass beers doesn't uh, do anybody anything. Sending John got, anywhere to make any kind of decision is... Why does he produce our show? <laughs> I'm gonna, really? I'm going to need a decent beer now to wash out that taste of the not-great beer. Corona, please? Yeah. <laughs> somebody, corona. Yeah. yeah. Somebody Give me a Corona to wash that beer down. What world do I got in there? Oh, you know what? I could really go for a Dale's. Is anybody over there? Somebody, somebody pour me a Dale's. There, that's what John is good for. Go get a beer. Yeah, there you go. Go produce a show. Go produce a beer. We just like to give him a hard time. He does a lot for us here. He's terrible. No, he's not. You're so nice. You two have a secret, like, back padding, like, I got his back because everybody needs to have everyone's back. Yeah. Because I, I, I constantly rip on M, you know, to get a little more involved in the show. And he's like, yeah, Lady M, you know, you're, you're doing great, but, you know, a little common here and there. He's, like, so gentle with <laughs> you. You're just not a gentle not, person. I'm not. I'm not. I'm brash. You see my kids? My kids take it in stride, though. They take it well. All right. Yeah. Every week we like to invite a very special person to be on our, what I consider to be my favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. Colin, I just want you to know that I've told JVC Studios that they take you off our board again. I'm quitting the show. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. All right, this week we have Enrique Sanchez, CEO and founder of 1502 Cigars. First time on Kiss My Ash Radio. Enrique, welcome. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Abe. Thank you for having me around here. Everybody, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for coming Absolutely. Thanks for being here, actually, in the studio live. Um, I'm just getting ready to light up one of these really, actually, very pretty-looking Lanceros. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your company, 1502, how you came up with the name, and then we'll go into a little bit about your cigars. Oh, of course. Well, the name 1502 comes very easy. I mean, first of all, trying to book 1501, it was taken, so, you know, 1503 didn't like it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 1502 was the year Nicaragua discovered by Christopher Columbus. Uh, our cigars have been produced in, in Esteli, Nicaragua. I'm from Nicaragua, and uh, I didn't just become Nicaraguan just for the cigars. My family been living there for over 200 years. Really? So I'm, I'm one of the weirdest guys, the Nicaraguan cigar guys out there. Because you see a lot of uh, the product from Nicaragua, like great cigars from Nicaragua, but you don't see a lot of faces from Nicaragua. 
So that, that's, that's one of the unique things about, uh, about, uh, about cigars in general. I mean, the 90% of the three-quarter lines, they're the tobacco from Nicaragua. Uh, we overuse something else. We, right now, we have four different uh, brands. Uh, 1502 Emerald, I always go breakfast cigar. That's a Jalapa wrapper, Vines Long Filler from Nicaragua. It's, uh, it, it has a San Andres uh, Long Filler as well, in which you don't see that very often. No. Mm-mm. Actually, that cigar has been rated 92 two years in the row. So we How have long been, has your company been around? Uh, we are right now in the fourth year. Fourth year of business. What yes. did you do before the cigar industry? Uh, you know, a, a business in general. I was being a business consultant. I was working with, with different uh, multinational companies. And I really hated when people told me I couldn't smoke in my office. Huh. So <laughs> I had said, you know, I had a perfect plan. I'm going to go to the cigar industry. Uh, that way, uh, you know, I can smoke anywhere. Of course, I got married. We moved me to Miami. So my wife doesn't let me smoke in the house now. And I can smoke almost anywhere here in the United States because of the banding. So, you know, back to square one. Wow. <laughs> back to square one. <laughs> so um, so you, the Emerald is your, it's got the San Andreas filler. It's, it's got a, um, a Nicaraguan wrapper? Is that it? Yes, Jalapa. Jalapa wrapper. Yes. And this is what you call it your breakfast cigar. It's a little yes. bit milder. Now, I'm, all the cigars I'm looking at here are box pressed. Is your whole line box pressed? It is. Because even the Lancero that I'm smoking is box pressed, and I don't see a box pressed no. Lancero no. that often. What about the Corona's box press as well? This also, yeah. Box press in the Corona, which. And it's drawing very and burning very, very nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm smoking the Ruby, the red label. Tell me yes. a little bit about the Ruby. Well, Ruby, it's. Uh, I always go after lunch cigar. Uh, it's a. Uh, uh, you like to eat? Uh, of course, I love to eat. Tying well, cigar, let's tell them. These are your Charlie's Angels, right? Yeah. Is that what you call them? Well, yes. In the beginning, was, everybody asked me, so why you come out out of nowhere? You not you have any a, any background in the industry? You come out with, uh, with three different brands. Right. Well, I had the variety. And somebody said, oh, like like uh, uh, Charlie's Angels. So like, hey, you know, that sounds good. It's yeah, like that's Angels. funny. I like that. That's, <laughs> so you got you got that red hair. You have the brunette. You have the, 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 the blonde. So, yeah, a little bit of everything. So actually, we, you, back to your question yes. about the ruby, that's an uh, Equatorian Habano wrapper, Banes Lunfilter from Nicaragua. That cigar last year was 22nd best cigar of the year in Cigar Journal. year before was 14th best cigar of the year in Cigar Journal as well, in, in different Vitola. Has been rated 91, 91, 92, 92, 93. So that's that. we were very pleased with what we came out with that one. And happy to say in, in almost all the accounts we are in, that's one of the best sellers right now. The, the ruby? The ruby. And how many accounts do you have in the country now? Roughly? I think we are over 350 uh, accounts already. Very good. Uh, we have been spreading very well. Have a, we have a wonderful team working w- with us, and you know everything's going outstanding. I, I, you know, a, the best rating you always get is with the smile of the people when they're trying to use cigars. They're always posting social media, and they're always like, "Oh my God, I love this cigar!" And that's that's for us. It's, it's the best it is. Very good. Now you were showing me. The white label that you have over there. Yes, actually, uh, we came out last year with a 1502 Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Uh, and, and the idea of doing this, actually, I got inspired when my wife told me she was young, uh, pregnant for my youngest one. Oh, wow. The junior. So, in that time, I'm like, well, he was born here in the United States. My wife from Nicaragua, I'm from Nicaragua. So, I want to create something for my kid, never forget his roots. 100% Nicaragua. So, I start working in different blends, and I want something that he... It, it screens Nicaragua. It represents all the part of Nicaragua. So I blended the cigar with all the four regions, and we grow tobacco in Nicaragua. We got Jalapa, Condega, Esteli, and Ometepe, all in one blend. Took me around 18 months to perfectionate the blend. I think so, so far it has been the one we has been released. It has been the most uh, hard headache, but we had we done an outstanding job. 
Last year was the re release in IPCPR in the, in the Robusto side. This year, ta -ta 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 -ta. <laughs> it comes with its own soundboard. <laughs> yeah. We're very handy in Nicaragua. <laughs> wow, very cool. Well, we're talking with Enrique Sanchez, CEO and founder of 1502 Cigars, and we're going to have more with Enrique right after this. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral? That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rickloose cigar. You're going to need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rickloose. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rickloose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rickloose cigar and do it today. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee and Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearmint Rhino, the premier upscale gentleman's club. Get ready to celebrate the good life with the Monte Cristo Social Club Roadshow, coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like Monte Cristo, Romeo y Julieta, and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit MontecristoSocialClub.com slash Roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory. La Zona, enriched and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. The Oliva Family. The makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva Family of Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Don Stable, along with the gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. We are sitting here with Enrique Sanchez, CEO and founder of 1502 Cigars. Um, Enrique, we actually have a caller from Atlanta. Doc, is it? We have Doc from Atlanta who has a question for you. You want to field a question from a caller? Please do so. Doc, welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Welcome. Uh, first of all, Abe, I wanted to... Uh Thank you for being an inspiration to me and my co-host as we launched a radio show in Atlanta 
largely due to listening to you for several years. So I wanted to say thank you. Thank, thank you very much. And best of luck, guys. I, it's, it's a lot of fun. So uh, enjoy oh, it. Yeah, enjoy it. And uh, and then I uh, had a question for Enrique. I've been smoking his cigars for several years. Enrique, the question I had for you is. Are you doing your own blending, and are you at liberty to say where the cigars are being manufactured? Oh, Gary, thank you very much, for everything for calling. Uh, better. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, getting back to your, your questions, uh, yes, I do uh, the blendings. I do have a team in, in the factory where my cigars are being manufactured, uh, but I'm always the ones making the blending in the end. Uh, and always they were also making the last uh, quality control, and the ones flying to Nicaragua before production is uh, once production is ready before it's packaged to make sure everything is as it should be. So, and my cigars are being manufactured with uh, Nestor Placencia in uh, Placencia cigars. And if I may, How's just that, I have uh, one more. Uh, good. And um, uh, Enrique, one one quick thing. I understand. You've got a very special cigar looming on the horizon that you're going to introduce at IPCPR show. Are you uh, at liberty to say something about that? And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Abe. Hey, thanks, Doc. Keep listening. Enjoy it. And best of luck on your show, pal. Go ahead, Enrique. Well, we're always working. You know, I've been working with blends over three years, and there's some that are ready, some that are not. Uh, there's a new line extension, one of the blends we already have in the market. And yes, uh, the, the, the words in the street is we are correct. Uh, there is a new uh, 1502 coming out. Uh, it, it will be displayed in IPCPR. It will now be ready to ship uh, into uh, hopefully October, November. But uh, and let me let me tell you something about the blend. And I cannot tell that much, but let me say is I it a new you, blend completely? Or it's is it... a new blend completely. It's a new line completely. And to be honest, I'm so proud because so far it has been my masterpiece. Well, I'm very, very uh, uh, proud, happy of it, with, yeah. proud of what we make up of that blend. So, yes, something new coming up. Very good. Excellent. Interesting. Now, Enrique, I'm looking at your cigars um, before we lit it. Uh, you have a wrapper that you, I guess all of them, it, it wraps around the foot but not completely? Yes. Actually, we call that the cigar lock. You call it a cigar lock? Yes. And we patent it right now. I was, it's my innovation to the industry. You know, I was a cigar aficionado before I got to the industry, uh, smoking cigars over 20-something years. And I really hated when I go to my humidor and grab a cigar and it's cracking right in the food. And, and like, you know, there's something that had to, uh, could be done there. I didn't like the shy food because uh, before you li- uh, finish lighting the cigar, all the ashes is on you, and which I, I don't like that very much. So what we did is just, just had the wrapper around the edge of the, uh, of the food of the cigar. So what it does, it protects the wrap for breaking and peeling. When you light a cigar, it helps to light it for the outside to the inside. You like can't it. miss the wrapper when you, you light a cigar exactly. that way. Exactly. And that's the way you should be light a cigar, for the outside to the inside. And something very particular, also from the first draw, you feel the Nicaraguan flavor. And that's for us one of the, one of the signature. Always the flavor. Wow. Now, uh, we were talking about how you've got you know three core lines, the emerald, the ruby, and the black, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, how, how many different sizes are offered in each of these, and what are the retails that these are selling for? Oh, of course. Uh, in the in the emerald and the black gold, uh, we do have the Toro, we have the Torpedo. Uh, uh, last year, we did release the, the Lanceros. Uh, this year, we did release the, 
the, the, the Coronas. Uh, we also have a Conquistador size, in which is 6 by 56 box press, and the ones that like bigger wind side. It's a perfect uh, smoke. Uh, we also have the, the, the uh, Perfectus, but only for 15 to cigar lounges, exclusive. And, and for you the, have cigar lounges? Uh, we do have cigar lounges. Really? Well. How many yes. lounges do you have? Actually, we have right, one right now in, 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 uh, in Michigan. Michigan? Yes. In Michigan, really? What part? In Kalamazoo. What store? In Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo, Michigan. What store? Yes. Uh, it's Red Arrow Cigar. Red Arrow Cigar yes. in Kalamazoo, in Michigan. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Very nice. Yes. And uh, those are, are just for the for, for the stores. Uh, we might uh, offer something limited for, for everybody else here in IPCPR, but that's something we will see. Now, I, I, I'm just going to go on a long shot and say I don't think, I mean, we actually know you're not from Kalamazoo, Michigan. How did you Thank you pick, for asking the next question. I really want to know. How, how did you How does a guy from Nicaragua who lives in Miami get a lounge in Kalamazoo? Yeah, how did that happen? Uh Come on. Well, did he place the biggest order ever for your company? Was that what it was? You know what? It was very interesting. My first debut to, uh, in this industry was uh, Orlando, IPCPR. Uh, I met these guys from Kalamazoo, great guys. And they, they went there, tried the cigar. They fall in love with the cigar. Uh, they, they place it more. They try the cigars. A week later, they call me back. They think, we're out. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a good problem to have. We, no problem. We have more stock. Well, we ship them. A week later, it's like, we're out again. So uh, they start going, and, this, and the, our cigars was uh, a best cigars in the house, uh, 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 three times more than any other of the brands. So in one of my visits with Kalamazoo, Michigan, uh, actually my first visit, they, they were the ones that put me in the corner and said, oh, we need a lounge, we need a lounge, we need wow. a lounge. I said, like, okay, well, let, me, let me go out of my way with this try and doing with the company, and let's create a lounge. Uh, so that was a great, great opportunity. Uh, great people, people really devoted to our brand. Uh, they really love it, so we were very pleased. Wow. Um, I got a question about your um, bands here. I know I had mentioned that it looked like a shipwreck coin, and you explained to me that it was a Spanish coin. Where did this um, idea all stem from? Well, it's one of the things I, I do love is history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, it's something, when I came out with a name, 1502 Cigar, uh, uh, actually, well, like I said before, was the year Nicaragua discovered by Christopher Columbus. Right. So I want to give a name that's something that's screen Nicaragua. And what better than the year that everything got started? So uh, what you see in the center, there's a Spanish Dublant. Gotcha. That was the currency in Spain that year 1502. So what we did, my company, Global Premium Cigars, unite both worlds. You got the most uh, precious uh, currency for the old world, the Spanish Dublant, and you got the most uh, 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 value currency for an, uh, our world, our, uh, America, in which is our tobacco. Wow. Now, we never finished... Adam's question, well, did you get into the retail pricing of the cigar? Uh, no, we didn't yeah, get into the retail. Yeah, what's the retail pricing of the like, cigars? Uh, uh, for example, the 1502 Nicaragua uh, Robusto, which released last year, it's, uh, it's around $650. Oh, really? And the okay. uh, Black Gold Conquistador, in which the most price is point, is, it, doesn't, it goes uh, $950, $10. So everything is under $10. And there's a reason why I, we always put it, trying to maintain it in, with a price. Uh, it's to, I was a cigar aficionado before we go into the industry, and I really hated to pay a really high price cigar for a good cigar. So I said, I'm not going to, now I'm on the other side of the table, I'm not going to be doing that. So I want my, my cigars to be able to, everybody to enjoy and relax. How did you start smoking cigars? <laughs> you keep so mentioning you're a cigar aficionado. How did you get into it? How did you become <laughs> aficionado? You know what? It's a very f- funny story, and it happens actually in Madrid, Spain. Okay. Uh, I was in 1990 or 91, if I'm not mistaken. It was uh, 
August or July. I was backpacking Europe. I was sitting down in the train station. Uh, I, have, I was smoking cigarettes at the time. You know, I know, sadly, but I was smoking cigarettes. And I see all these gentlemen walking around with the cigars. So I was like, you know what? I'm in Europe. Let me try. I'll go, go to, the, to, to the tobacco place. Uh, of course, I was in high school budget. Uh, I didn't live in the United States, so FDA, don't worry about that. <laughs> so I went and buy my cigar, and of course, I got the most cheapest cigar they have in the house. Do you, you remember know? the name? Uh, they, there was no band. No band. Nothing. Yeah. Some, some, and, and some, some Spanish house plan. <laughs> yeah. Something like that, most likely. So I'm there sitting down trying to light a cigar. And, and you know, for some particular reason at that time, I didn't know why, but I couldn't draw it. I was, you know, trying to light it on one side and the other. It's like, what's going on here? So, you know, this is not for me. I throw it away. Didn't so it. It, it, was, it was a year after when I was in my house in Managua when my uncles came out with a Romeo Julieta Churchill from Cuba. And, and he's and like, you know what, let's give it a second chance. Let's try that one. So he gave me the, the Romeo Julieta. And he's like, you know how to light it. You know how to cut it. How to what? <laughs> Cutter. I'm like, oh, I think that's the problem I had in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> so he did told me how to light it, how to cut it. And, you know, I inhaled it a couple of times because I was Ooh. smoking cigarettes. And you see, that's when you see the flying pigs going everywhere. Oh. And Pink Floyd is not playing the stereo. So it had to be the cigar. <laughs> wow. So it, it, it was an experience. After that, of course, I, I started learning a lot more about uh, cigars. Uh, I had a, a lot of friends from Cuba uh, living in Nicaragua. So they told me a lot about Habanos in general. Uh, it's Coviva. It's, I, re, I still remember the Coviva Lancero with a cellophane on it. I had boxes of boxes that I started in my house. I was the kid in high school when I go to a high school party with a cigar in my hand, and everybody like, oh, this thing goes over there, go over there, go over there. Wow. Now everybody goes to my house looking for the cigars. I'm like, yeah, yeah okay. It took you like 20-something years, but, you know, you got it. Time to churn. <laughs> well, Enrique, if any of our listeners want to find out more about your products and your site, uh, your products and your cigars, they can go to your website, correct? Yes, uh, 1502cigars.com. 1502thenumbercigars.com. Yes. Perfect. That's 1502cigars.com. Check them out. Um, we're smoking these. Actually, I'm very enjoyable. So uh, definitely uh, worth a shot if you guys could uh, find them, uh, get them, give them a try. Definitely worth it, worth it. Enrique, thank you for coming on our show. Wish you the best of luck, and uh, we'll see you in New Orleans. Oh, definitely. Hey, uh, Lady M, Adams, appreciate it for mm-hmm. having me here. And if, you are, if I may, let me just finish doing sure. something else. Sure. Oh, like I always finish my interviews. Hey, fellas, remember, it's not a cigar. It's a 1502. There you go. It's a 1502. Uh, right after the break, guys, uh, Jonathan Drew will be joining us. We'll see what he has to say. Stick around. It's no secret. There's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight. Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers' Rights page at thecigarstation.com. The new Romeo Inejo by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double-fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock-cut dark Connecticut wrapper. Together, they're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo Inejo today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. 
Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Duhok, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. Premium cigars. 100% handcrafted Nicaraguan blend. Consistency, balance, aroma, and strength. Duhok, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. The closest cigars to perfection. To find your nearest retailer, visit cucubanocigars.com. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Old than you. Christophe Cigars has taken the boutique cigar industry by storm. Made in the spirit of elite Cuban cigar, Christophe allows you to experience the rich flavor and tradition found in the finest Cuban blends. Christophe Cigars are made using only the highest quality Habano seed and double fermented premium tobaccos from around the world. With 14 premium hand blends to choose from, mild to full-bodied, Christophe has a blend that is sure to satisfy the most discriminating cigar aficionado. Discover your Christophe today. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I won't even ask because we did this one already. <laughs> I feel like Colin, are you like... Colin's getting run out of run out. I, I feel like songs. he's redoing all the stuff he did last week. Yes. I don't do these. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. You got a full catalog over there. Expand the horizons. I would. J-Rock does it now for some reason. He feels the need to take the uh, take the uh, the rain on that and make the music for you guys. I just want to uh, lose your love. I would like to make an informal protest against this then. Okay. Well, he does take a fancy <laughs> to Lady M. He likes to always do the song. First two songs are for Lady M because that was from him. He's got a Who crush on this? her. This guy, J-Rock. J-Rock? Who's J-Rock? That's, that's right, I, John. Why are other... Why? That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are other people involved in our show? Well, because things are getting a little crazy here. We're a cluster. We're no longer Wait, one station. Wait, J-Rock? J-Rock. A- 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 what's his name? Adam? No, his name's Jason Hebel. Just sounds oh, terrible coming out of the lips, doesn't it? That would be the J. Mm-hmm. No, I have... His name is Adam? No, J-Rock. no, no. I, ha- I have a friend named J-Rock. Oh. And so I was... His real name is they, Adam? No, I don't know what his real name is. It's actually Duncan's <laughs> friend. But <laughs> it's just weird that is. you guys are... But he knows Mike, who works in the studio, too, so it was weird. No, no, just shush. I'm just letting you roll with it. I don't know who J-Rock is. All right. 
every now and then I get the nice pleasure and honor of talking with good friends during the week and say, hey, you want to come on the show? And uh, I was actually talking with Jonathan uh, Drew, and uh, he was actually available. So uh, we got Jonathan Drew from Drew Estate on Kiss My Ash Radio. Jonathan, welcome. Hey, buddy. How you doing? How you doing, pal? I'm doing great, man. I'm in, uh, I'm in one of your hometowns. I'm in Chicago. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be there next week. How long are you there? Oh, no, I'm just here uh, one more day, and then it's to uh, Wisconsin tomorrow, and then Maryland a couple days after. But, uh, no, man, thank you so much, Abe, for having me on the show, buddy. No, we love having you on. I I can see your schedule hasn't uh, changed at all. You're still doing lots and lots of traveling around the country. Yeah, last week I wound up in the hospital. Oh, what happened? Oh, I pushed it too hard, man. I, you know, I have a my back isn't the best, and uh, when my when my back goes out, you know, your immune system is highly tied to your back. So I became pretty uh, drained, and uh, then I had food poisoning, and uh, it just spiraled from there, man. I was just worn down, but now I'm feeling good. I'm drinking more water, you know, all the good stuff, man. But all is good at this point. So things definitely haven't slowed haven't slowed down for you. No, man, it, it hasn't. Uh, really, not at all. Nothing has changed. Uh, it's it's pretty much uh, the same hustle that it's always been. You know, we we're still in the cut the way we always been, and it's it's uh, there's so many great things going on for Drew Estate in so many different places. It's hard for me to be disconnected. So, for instance, um. We have tremendous growth going on in Nicaragua at the factory. And uh, I want to be there for all of that growth and all the changes. You know, we currently have 1,600 full-time employees at the factory. Through November, that number will start to gear up to the 2,200 number. So we just uh, took the whole front of the Drew Estate factory where the, where the production salon is. You know it. It's that whole front area. We basically took the wall that cuts it in half, ripped that out, and then loading in about another 25 to 30% of new production for the company, and the back of the factory ripped that whole inside out. You're talking about a, a structure that's altogether 174,000 square feet between both Drew Estate 1 and 2. So as, for instance, as we're going through these changes in Nicaragua, you want to be there for everything. You want to be there as they're knocking walls down. You want to be there as they're you know, moving employees to different areas, like the air, air conditioning systems are strong. That, uh, that even down to the music, so the, the atmosphere at the factory stays, you know, stays lively and really uh, fun. And then on the road, you have so many great things that are going on, so, so you want to be in all these different areas of the company that sometimes you feel like you need more than one of you to do the, the, to be everywhere. You know, I'm saying like Savoir Faire. You remember that guy? Yeah, he is everywhere. That's an old cartoon. Yeah. Um, you know, you <laughs> talked about your, <laughs> you talked about your famous, you know, gorgeous in the state of our facility, which, you know, also is home to Cigar Safari, which was started, God, I mean, it's got to be almost eight years now, plus maybe even. Yeah, man, right on the money. It's about eight years ago, 2008, we uh, we built, we had 11 factories prior to 2008, and those factories uh, combined made Drew Estate production. Then um, we did Drew Estate uh, 1, the big facility, which was about 115,000 or something square feet. Uh, 
and that was the first year, 2008, that we started Savar Safari. So each year we would bring, you know, 17 to 20 groups down of 16 people per group. You can see the pictures and stuff on CigarSafari.com. But basically, uh, this year we grew it to 25 trips. And, you know, one of the hardest things for us is the retailers, they love coming out to Cigar Safari and bringing their groups. And then we also have the independent groups that come out without retailers that are just consumer groups. And we don't have enough seats for everybody. So sometimes the retailers get a little upset with us. They say, I've been waiting for three years, four years, whatever, to come to Cigar Safari. So we're trying to expand the program so more of the retailers can be, you know, can, can take part in it. So that's a big expansion for us this year as well. We're going to make that a little bit bigger. Plus, we've redesigned it. Each year we try and make it, you know, uh, a little bit different than the last year, see what works, what didn't work. And, of course, people love the subculture studios, the 40 full-time graffiti artists. You know, they've been there since 2006. So there's a lot of, there's a culture there to the state of the factory that's very hard as the founder of the company for me to kind of uh, pay attention to the U.S. side and all the brand development stuff and the company growth here on this side. You know, I can't lose the core. That's the part that I really signed up for when I started the company was creating a cigar company that had a unique culture. And that culture, we did it on the, on the, on the, you know, we did it on the go. It wasn't sat down when, you know, you're in a conference room creating the culture of the company, our core competencies, you know, a bunch of, oh, sorry. <laughs> Are we laughing no, first we like or not? Well, yeah, oh, yeah no. Technically not. Technically no. not. No. I don't know that right. that's right. you, you, you wouldn't be the first person to do it, trust me. Yeah. Right. Not no, I'll make sure thing. I take my pills for the Tourette's. <laughs> But no, I mean, Cigar Safari has turned out to be like really like one of the most unique and different trips. Because, you know, these manufacturers all do the blatant trips. Come on down here. We'll feed you. We're going to give you a bunch of cigars, some booze to drink. But you guys have really integrated, integrated that um, trip with the culture, the town, even other manufacturers, correct? You guys visit well, other we're factories. Masters at, we're masters at, at, at uh, it, what was what did you say? Integrate, uh, I was going to make a joke. But basically, yeah, we, we I know. So the, the, the bottom line is that, you know, one of the big things, Dave, is that Cigar Safari is such an insane experience that people don't understand it until they go. When you see guys who are 30, 40, 50-year-old guys, tough dudes, uh, referees, football players, regular police guys, firemen, military guys, when these guys are leaving after the, you know, it's four days, three nights, and you see these guys got tears in their eyes, and they're getting in the bus, and they're like, man... I wish I didn't. And you see, like, it's almost, it's so hard to believe what happens on this transformational trip. It's not about, hey, we're going to a cigar factory. At first, we're going to Nicaragua, we're going to a cigar factory. By the end of the trip, you've just climbed Mount Fuji, and you've just done the, you know, you feel with the accomplishments that you feel throughout the trip. It's, it's almost, it's a psychological trip, as much as it is, you know, educational, informative, experiential. But by the time you're done with that trip, you've learned so much about all. It's like a snapshot, a slice of life of all these key people in Nicaragua at the same time, whether it's Jesse, who's the head of Subculture Studios, or Pedro, who's the uh, factory spokesman, or Rubio, myself. You become so ingrained in this beautiful factory perched in a mountain crest with, you know, the cabanas and the, you know, you don't feel like you're even in a factory. It's like you're in this incredible colonial art factory that's just the Chevettes are cracking. It's, it's, it's like the way, you know, 
your mind, where your mind takes you when you think, well, you're smoking a cigar, your mind might take you to Cuba, your mind might take you to that place in Montana where you go on vacation or time spent with your dad or whatever it is. It's a very um, dreamlike state. And it happened organically. It wasn't. It wasn't really designed in a corporate office. It was. It's just a beautiful experience, you know. It really sounds like. Yeah. It. No, John. It's interesting you brought up the you know cigar safari and how you know you guys have just changed the way just the standard factory tour went. You guys also released a press release this week about another interesting event you guys are putting on the uh, Connecticut barn burning. It happened. No, it's in August. Oh, it's in August? I thought it was it's, going It's on in now. August, and you guys just started putting out for that. I mean, where, where did the idea to do, you know, a Connecticut barn burner, and what, what, give everybody a little bit of background on what that is. All right, well, let me start from the beginning. It's called Barn Smoker. That's what it's called, and we do, we do uh, you're on the right track. I'm just clarifying it for the people. So what we do is we started last year with a project called Kentucky Fire Cured Barn Smoker. When we released the Kentucky Fire Cured product uh, two years ago, so, um, we, we, it's such a hard concept for people to wrap their head around, so we're breaking down the barrier. When we released the product Kentucky Fire Cured, the easiest way to think about it is this. What makes this tobacco different than regular um, uh, air-cured tobacco, dark air-cured tobacco? It's like taking a steak. If you have a backyard and you're, 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 you're grilling in your backyard, you can either use the grill or you can use the smoker. If you use the smoker, the steak is going to taste a certain way. If you use the grill, it's going to taste different. It won't taste smoked the way you a smoker tastes. Same thing when you Absolutely. drink whiskey. If you drink a peaty, smoky scotch, it's going to have that smoky taste, just like your smoky steak has when you use the, the, the smoker. It's the same thing with tobacco. When we take tobacco and we put it up into the barn, and we change the dynamic of the tobacco from dark air-cured tobacco to dark fire-cured tobacco. When we do that, we're smoking the tobacco using hardwoods, you know, hickory, maple, and uh, oak, and putting, you know, wood chips on top of that and, and sawdust, and we burn for seven days, one day off, burn for seven days. So the way for me to really get people to understand how we make Kentucky fire-cured cigars, I came up with the concept of the Kentucky fire-cured barn smoker. We went to a barn in Kentucky, one of the best barns in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, the home of American tobacco, and we had this incredible event. It was like Fields of Dreams, man. People were walking up onto the barn, parking their car, and there were seven barns on this big plot of land. And we did this incredible, we donated all the money, we charged 25 bucks a head, we gave it all the cigars for Warriors, and we did this incredible barn smoker. We had food, the best barbecue, one of the top chefs, and then I said, look, I want to expand Kentucky Fire to a barn smoker. We did our objective. We taught people, just like we taught people about um, stalk cut tobacco when we released T-52 with Liga Pravada. People did at that time, 2008, nine, whatever year it was we released it, you know, you didn't walk into a store and say, is this stock cut or is this prime? Those, that conversation didn't happen until Drew Estate brought it to the front of the table. It was, it's been going on for hundreds of years, but it wasn't something that people discussed because it wasn't a point of interest. With Liga Provada T52, we demonstrated there's a difference between priming tobacco. When you go on the tobacco field and you pick the bottom leaves, you come back a week later, five days, whatever the, the farmer wants, to pull the next set of leaves, you come back a week later, 10 days later, 30 days, and you finish your 45 days, before you've now, you've now stripped the tobacco from the plant, you've now primed the tobacco. Or you could take the tobacco, 
cut it at the stalk, hang it upside down in the barn, and stalk, cut, stalk, cure the tobacco. We put that information at the front of every retailer, every clerk, um, aware consumer's mouth, so that they understand that platform, what it means. It's a simple thing. It's been done for hundreds of years, but we wanted to demonstrate it through educational, experiential um, uh, uh, teaching. It's the same thing with the Kentucky Fire Good Barn Smoker. That became the way for people to understand there's, there's basically five food groups of tobacco. Dark air cured, in that food group, it can be dark air cured, and when you change it to fire cured, you're smoking the tobacco. Taking one step further, I said, let's take barn smoker, not barn burner. You're not the first guy who said that. Barnsmoker.com, trademark, TM. And we've taken the barn smoker program and expanded it because we want to highlight American tobacco. So, Cigar Safari is our Nicaraguan, our ultimate experience in Nicaragua. Barn Smoker is the sister to Cigar Safari. And basically what we do, we're the largest purchaser of American tobacco of any premium cigar company. So, the Connecticut River Valley, real broadleaf. You're talking about in the Connecticut River Valley, what's called broadleaf tobacco, habano tobacco, Memphis, Connecticut shade tobacco. But this is, there's, there's a broadleaf tobacco from Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Dutch. There's broadleaf tobacco in different places. But when you want the official, expensive, real Jimmy Jam shit, and you want to get that from the Connecticut River Valley, that's a specific place. You've got to pay the money. You've got to get in the game. And people, it's a very big ask for people to spend the money to buy broadleaf tobacco. And what we've done there in the River Valley, we went from purchasing in 2004 52,000 pounds to now purchasing on, a, on any given year over 175,000 pounds. We've become the biggest purchasers in the Connecticut River Valley other than the mass market guys brands like Backwoods, which is a nice product as well, but it's a different category than the state. So what we want to do is educate people about what tobacco from the Connecticut River Valley, what that means. When someone says broadleaf tobacco, we want to distinguish broadleaf tobacco from where? From the Connecticut River Valley, Liga Provada number 9. When you smoke a Liga Provada T52, we're talking about an experimental tobacco, Habano tobacco, Habano seed grown in the Connecticut River Valley, also stalk cut and stalk cured. We want to highlight these things and continue to drive the message of the brands at Drew Estate because we believe we're highly involved in American tobaccos and we want to keep driving that message. To do that, you need to invest into this segment. So these barn smokers cost us a lot of money, but then the people come, they sit in the barn, we eat in the barn, we talk in the barn, we educate in the barn, we have, we have guest speakers in the barn, and you're touching the tobacco in the barn. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot happening in that barn. Listen, you brought a good point about American tobacco. I want to touch on it after the break. Um, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with Jonathan Drew of Drew Estate. And when we come back, I want to talk about some American tobacco that you're involved in right here in Florida. And I want to touch base a little bit more on some culture studios that you mentioned all right after this. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ass Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12 Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12 year old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged. 
in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut sun-grown or Maduro, each Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage pairs extremely well with the finest scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Coot Cigars presents Miro, a balanced, complex cigar with dominant notes of earth and sweet cream complemented by cocoa, spice, and nuts. With fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras and employing a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, this medium to full-bodied cigar offers a delicious bittersweet combination with an easy draw. With a rating of 91 by Cigar Snob Magazine. Middle Cigars, presented by Coots. Available at tobacconist retailers nationwide. Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. Drew Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves Acid Cigars. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back, folks. Honest Abe here with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister. And the lovely Lady M. We are broadcasting in front of a live audience at the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. Joining us today is our good friend, Jonathan Drew of Drew Estate. Jonathan, welcome, and thank you for taking time to be with us on Kiss My Ash Radio. Still there, John? Oh, I'm here, man. The music's still going. I didn't know I was back on Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's good. Listen, John, I want to touch base with you because you talked about American tobacco. And there's been a very interesting project going on for a little over a year, maybe a couple of years now. Um, Jeff Borschwitz of Corona Cigar has uh, been growing his own tobacco on farms right here in Orlando, Florida. And you guys are involved in that uh, process. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, first of all, you guys are asking all the right questions when it comes to your state. You know, the way you started with mm-hmm. the Cigar Safari, which was great, moving to the platform of the Barnsmoker.com and the Barnsmoker platform highlighting America's tobacco. It's the perfect step to take a moment to talk about a huge innovation that's taking place in Florida right now. You know, um, since 1979, and I could be off by a couple of years, but I think it's pretty close. Um, uh, premium tobacco hasn't been grown in Florida all of these years. And when you think about it, I mean, we're closest to Cuba. The, uh, the grounds are similar. There's, there's, there's a lot of reasons why a company would want to grow a premium tobacco in Florida. But nobody really saw that opportunity, and nobody really you know, wanted to take the financial steps to really to do it. And the vision was not mine. The vision was Jeff Forshowitz. Jeff decided, you know, he, he's from Orlando, and uh, that whole area over there by Orlando, um, just, you know, 30 minutes out, he starts to come to a really tremendous agricultural community, which used to be all citrus farms. And throughout the years, those citrus farms have, have kind of changed. Some of it has become industrial. Some of it has become, you know, uh, residential. And others parts of that area has become agricultural-based products other than citrus. So Jeff had this brilliant concept. I think it's brilliant. And what he wanted to do was create a Florida sun-grown tobacco that would have, you know, different dynamics. He's, he's working with Corojo uh, seed. He's working with um, Criollo seed. He's working with Sumatra seed. And he's put a bunch of years into it at this point. And early on, when he came, you know, came up with his vision and this idea, he said, you know, J.D., what do you think? What, am, I, am I on target here? Uh, he was already moving forward with it, but he wants to get my feelings on it. So this is Jeff. We would love to work with you on this. I think that if you're going to put this kind of investment and this kind of time, I think the vision is sound. And we would like to be the ones who take the tobacco from you after you grow it in Florida, you ship it to Nicaragua, all of the tobacco, where we're going to pin on the tobacco, we're going to ferment the tobacco, we're going to do all of the processing of the leaf to get it to its you know, fullest potential. And then after that, we'll work together on creating blends to see what we, you know, which direction is. The tobacco speaks to So the, the issue is not so much, well, I have this great plan, let's, you know, write it down on paper and have a marketing meeting. You really have to see what the tobacco tells you. Right now, the tobacco is just beginning to talk to us. Just remember something. The first crop was about 800 pounds, which is a very small amount of tobacco. We might get the 800 pounds in a second. So 800 pounds of tobacco. If you don't mind, I ask 800 pounds of tobacco roughly would yield how many cigars, you'd say? Uh, 800 pounds of filler is all going to come down to, and that's a big thing, what, what, what is that material? So when you say 800 pounds, right? If you say 800 pounds of wrapper, the number is going to be different than 800 pounds of filler because it all comes to per stick yield. So let me explain a per stick contribution. So if we say, in every, we're going to make a brand, let's call it, right? Whatever the brand is, we're going to call it uh, Florida Sundrone. Florida Sundrone is going to have one leaf of that Florida tobacco in each cigar. Then you might be able to take that 800 pounds after water weight loss, such as example, like 653 or something in that area, you're going to get somewhere around 55,000, 50,000 sticks if you use one leaf per cigar. 
if you change your yield rate, if you change your yield analysis for the tobacco, for the cigar itself, and you say, wait a second, we're not getting the blend we want from this Florida tobacco with only one week. We want to put more tobacco into the cigar from Florida. You double up to two. Then you would knock that down in half. You might go from 50,000 sticks to 25,000 sticks, correct? Now, let's start off. So that answers your question. If you have, if you have enough tobacco, if we're using one leaf per cigar, we might get 50,000 sticks, 45,000, 50, 52, 48. If we're using two, we might get 25,000, 20,000 sticks. So that's why it's important. You have to remember also the size of the leaf. The first crop was the first crop. We didn't get any wrapper, and we didn't get any binder. We just got filler from the first crop, because that's kind of like your test blend, your test crop. So, second year, we've already had that now tobacco for, um, I guess we're two years or something. We're getting close to two years now that we've cured that tobacco. It's finished curing, it's already available, and they're blending like crazy with the tobaccos to see where, where the tobacco is speaking to us and what we're going to do with it. Second crop came in about four and a half months ago. That crop was all Corojo material, Corojo seed, and that tobacco was put immediately was put into Pilones at the factory where we started to analyze the tobacco and start to see what do we have. 6,500 pounds of tobacco was shipped to us from, from um, uh, the Florida Sun-Grown Farms. Then they arrived into the state, and we start to segment them and create um, basically leaf segmentation. We want to know what's filler, what's binder, what's wrapper, and then of those filler, binder, and wrapper, are we going to have like a claro and a scuro or a claro and it's the medio and an oscuro? We want to be able to determine where we want to place the tobacco, what qualifies as what. So that process, we've already moved the cigar, the tobacco into cologne. When you put the tobacco into cologne, you've got to put them together. So the exciting part of it is this, Dave. Big picture, the exciting thing is this. Anytime you choose to create a new tobacco craft, you're making an investment for the entire cigar industry. What Jeff is doing at Drew State by his side, because remember, it's his vision, and we're helping him on his vision. And in this case, we're both making an investment into the total to premium tobacco market, just like Drew State did with T52 in Connecticut, like we were speaking about earlier. People weren't blowing Cabano tobacco very, very little, and it was too different. The investment that we made in Habano Tobacco in the Connecticut River Valley is an investment for the entire cigar world. Everybody's going to win off that investment as time goes by. Trust me. Same thing that Camacho did back in the day with Camacho Corojo. Camacho Corojo changed the cigar industry because they started to grow Corojo tobaccos in Nicaragua and then later in Honduras. And that was a game changer. Camacho Corojo was a leaf that completely revitalized the industry with a new segment of tobacco, a very full-body tobacco, very rich, and it led to, again, so look at, look at the milestone product. Camacho Corojo, Opus F, C-52 Habano from the Connecticut River Valley, um, Kentucky Fire Cured Tobacco, tobacco from Kentucky. It's been being grown for hundreds of years. Now you have using a premium cigar. Now you've got Florida Sun-Grown Tobacco. Florida Sun-Grown Tobacco is one of these game-changing experiences that happen every five years, every ten years, something so powerful can come into the market that betters the entire market. So there's a really beautiful vision behind the tobacco. It's not just about Jeff making money. It's not just about real estate being part of that vision. But the entire industry gets to take a journey 
that takes all these cigar smokers. Think about it. As a cigar smoker for 20 years, what have you seen? You've seen Opus X, Camacho Corojo, 252, Kentucky Fire Tobacco. Look at all the products that he's doing a great job with the Ecuador Habano, right? Many companies are using Ecuador Habano and making great with a very big movement in the tobacco industry. There were certain people who pioneered that. The Oliva Growing family from, from, uh, from Tampa. These are game-changing tobacco experiences that happen every five years or ten years. And I believe we, don't, we can't confirm it yet. We're still in the seventh inning here, sixth inning, or a little earlier. Because when you create a new class of tobacco, it's a number of years, you know, hence the Kellner. These, these are experts who've been doing this for 30 and 40 years. It's not something that just works out here for one year. Hey, we created this new tobacco. And, uh, and you know, it takes time, man. Look at some of the stuff that Pina's doing with the Thanks to Spirito and with the, uh, the other one. It doesn't just happen in one year. John, we're running out of time. I want to touch on two more points, if, if I can. Um, first, before we get off the topic of Jeff and his tobacco farms in uh, Orlando here, is there an uh, ETA or a time when you feel these cigars may hit the market? Yeah, when we're good and ready. You need a drop there, Colin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When we're good and ready, I believe. Yeah, the said. answer was when we're good and ready, hopefully the cigars will be on the market. And the other thing I wanted to bring up before we let you go, John, we're running out of time is the Subculture Studios. You mentioned that, and a lot of our listeners don't know what that is. It's really an awesome, in my opinion, very awesome thing you've done down in Nicaragua. But it's basically a studio where you've taken a lot of the local talent there. And these guys are artists, graffiti artists, street artists. And they do a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm holding here a beautiful case that, I mean, I don't know if Jesse painted or somebody there, but the Pope of Greenwich Village, one of the microblends you did for Smoke In, um, a hand-painted case of the art, uh, this 30-count case travel, which we're going to post on Facebook. But, what I mean, this is all was hand-done. It's gorgeous. And how long have you guys been doing that, and what are the types of projects the guys down at the Subculture Studios are working on? Well, um, the, the, as important as the Subculture Studios are... Okay, hang on a second. My, as important as Subculture Studios are through a state... You know, um, each of the things that we do at Subculture Studio, as much as we're into the graffiti art, as much as we're into the whole art movement, 40 full-time graffiti artists, all kids who we get fucked off the street, um, as much as we love that side of it, that's the collaboratory side that helps build the textured layers of your state that are, you know, like I always say, we in the cut, we're doing what we do because we do it, that's who we are. But at the end of the day, our core competency and the thing that we really do is we make cigars. And the Copa Grand Village is really why you have subculture studios. Cigar Safari is why you have subculture studios. You know, each so cigars, uh, uh, subculture studios, one of the results of having such a creative genesis house, I mean, it's just like this, you know, is to create a product with a partner, with you in this case, in the, in the Open Center Village uh, a product. This is really such a product for us. You know, for many years, we've watched what you've been doing with the Michael Glenn series. I love it. You know, I know when Abe hits you with the power blast. You know what I'm talking about? The, the, yes, sir. The, the, the Michael Glenn products, I like this since the beginning, since the first anarchy, and then the throne, and the plenty of all the ones, and the super. They've all been really, really nice. And people have responded well to you because you really put the work in making for your customers' jobs. You know, this is not about a value item. It's not a problem cigar. 
This is about something that's really exceptional, first in its class, highlighting a manufacturer who you feel is justified to be part of the microbrain So for us, we wanted to do something really special, but definitely drew its fate. And one thing that you guided us, and this was something that you really led us in this direction, was we said, hey, listen, you want to be an underground? You want to be an acid? You want a leader? What, what is it that you want? And you said, no, man. I want you guys to get buck wild and create something that is own standing position. This is not a, a segmented product, so it's not going to be Sebastian or Java or anything. Sort of I want it to be a standalone product. And that took us about seven months to work that through the administration of the state because I don't see that for anything. So this was a very unique product to the state. Hope of Greenwich Village is so unique to the state because typically if we do a partnership style product, you know, it's something that we do a line extension like we did with the Shady 15 or with the M&M and Paul uh, Rosenberg to drop the Shady or we did a Pappy Van Winkle, we worked with Pappy Van Winkle. And this is a very, very unique uh, item. So all of the things that make this state special, the subculture studios, the mentality at the company, our, you know, experiential, our uh, experimental style blending, that Pope Grange Village is an unusual cigar. It's a, uh, and again, you know, we talked about the Connecticut River Valley. That's one of the things I was going to get to, and then I jumped over it by accident, is the T-52 material, which I believe is one of our four greatest accomplishments in your state. The T-52 material is used on the Pope of Greenwich Village in a binder position. So that's a very important, a very important aspect of it, because remember something. That means you're getting that wrapper taste in a lot of ways from the cigar, but the, but the material was binder quality. So it wasn't beautiful-looking material, but you have all this tobacco that's just so rich and should be wrapper. It's just this unbelievable, rich, heavy, dense, um, chewy, gritty tobacco. And you say, well, I'm not going to use that as filler. I've got to put that into the wrapper binder position. So it's got that in the binder position, which really brings a lot to the, to the case. I mean, you got Nicaraguan filler, you got Brazilian Matafina filler. You know, I don't mess with that Brazilian Matafina, Matanorte, Matasof. I like the. All right. Whoa, John? Yeah, you were getting bad reception there. I think he was getting bad reception. We lost him. All right, well, we need to go to break anyway. Um, We're going to have more right after this. Matt Booth on hold. Going to talk to Matt Booth right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Rath at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. Trill, Cabarete, Cuellar. 
Yes, Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I said Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. Get these cigar brands in your head because they are great and here to stay. So do yourself a favor. Go to your local retailer and say Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I need to try these now. Top-rated cigars from Villager Cigars. It's a movement. For more information or to find a retailer near you, visit VillagerCigars.com. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearman Rhino, the premier upscale gentleman's club. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Coots Nicaraguan Blend, a pleasing medium-bodied cigar with a mix of flavors like cinnamon, graham cracker, herbs, spice, oak, grass, and mild pepper. The latest addition to the Coots Brands is a perfectly balanced cigar with subtle and nuanced flavors blended together nicely. This cigar poses a rich blend of Nicaraguan binders and fillers and featuring an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, greatly recommended for those who simply love the enjoyment of kicking back and getting the full cigar experience. Coots Nicaraguan Blend, presented by Coots. To find your nearest tobacconist, visit Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back, folks. Honest Abe here with Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Just texting back and forth with John. He was saying he gets better reception on his cell phone in Nicaragua than Chicago. So uh, hopefully we'll get him in the studio live one day. And, you can uh, get him to cut his schedule down, man. That yeah, guy's all over the place. He is one traveling man, man. He, you know, yeah, he built the company. It bears his name, and you know, he obviously feels that it's something that you know he can't. You know, even getting acquired by another company, it's not just going to let it go. No, so not at all. I understand that. I'd worth. like to see some. I'd like to get him to share some of his Marriott points, though. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. All right. On the phone, we got a star-packed show today. On the phone uh, is another good friend, longtime friend of uh, Smokey and myself and Kiss My Ash Radio and bromance lover of the Brewmeister himself, Matt Boofy Baby. What's up, Matt Booth? Big delicious, big baby. How you doing? Oh, you have great cell reception. What's going on, buddy? Is that, is that, is that a fact? Am I, am I communicating to you from a wounded device once again? No, loud. not at all. 
<laughs> loud Perfect. and clear. Perfect. So how? You know. <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, I don't know. Do tell me. You know what I have to say is that I watched that guy show. Expecting, <laughs> I watched the whole episode expecting like a ten-minute like uh, Matt Bruce segment, and you got like f- five seconds of camera time. What's up with that? Yeah, <laughs> welcome to Hollywood, M. You know, that's how it goes. How did, know, how did that a, happen? They, uh, which part? We figured. Just going well, I mean, how, first off, how'd you, how did, how did you get involved? Because I, I didn't see the episode, but I heard it was a very different Matt Booth. I said that's probably why he only got five seconds. They probably had to edit everything else. Got, everything yeah, got edited out, out on, on the floor <laughs> of whatever he said. But tell me, how, how did that end up happening? Well, actually, that's very true. I, th- I think that the majority of what I said was not fit for uh, the mainstream airwaves. <laughs> You know, uh, but I mean, I, you know, I, uh, I've been making guys jewelry product for about the last eight years uh, prior to uh. his fame and whatnot. And so, you know, he was just it just so happened that he was in town filming a spot in L.A. and he hit me up and said to come on down. And, and then they ended up putting me on. Cool. How was the food? Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. man. It was fantastic. Nice. Oh, so yeah, let's get man. down to the you know, gritty. How's how's Mama Boofy? How's the, the baby coming along? She is at the stage of pregnancy that I like to refer to as full presentation. The nuclear, the nuclear stage. Yeah, it is uh, <laughs> robust. It is very robust. <laughs> but it lo- it's a good look, man. It's actually been a very interesting experience for me. Obviously, this is my first, and uh, you know, it's been it's been very fun to tend to her and just going through the whole cycle. But now it's it's time for the birth. I, have you been going to all the doctor's visits with her? Have oh, you been yeah, being of course, a good man. goofy? Yeah. I have. Do you wish that I you have. could carry? If you wish you could carry. There's no dude that Look, wishes man, he I could don't carry. know. Matt might be the guy that says yes. Question that, well, I mean, are you Bruce, talking about Maybe Bruce theory? Jenner would wish he could carry. Caitlin. Too soon? Too soon. Too soon. Has she been doing any Lamaze classes? I know that's a California thing. No, I mean, we did one little, we did one class where we, you know, went over, like, how to, you know, kind of alleviate some of the pressure from carrying the kid, you know, with, you know, some, uh, you know, pushing and whatnot. And that, but that was it. You know, she's a pretty, uh, did she's one, did they, do, do You did one class, did they shortly kick you out afterwards, or? Yes, it's true. Well, I mean, they were, all they were doing was talking about vagina. I couldn't control myself. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see, I can't. I can see that class just yeah. being trouble for you. Yeah, no, completely. It was just like a smorgasbord of opportunity for me to express myself. <laughs> express so yourself. I, I come to you feeling I come to you feeling rather soothed, big delicious, because I was I've been feeling very amped the last few days, and I was I was fiddling through the uh, the pages of the interweb this morning looking for material to manipulate myself to, and I happened to come across the posting that said J. Drew was going to be on your show, and that immediately soothed me, because J. Drew has been a a rock of sorts for me throughout the years, a, a, a confidant, a friend, you know, and so I, I come to you feeling relaxed and comforted, I, I, you know. Yes, and a plethora of information he was. No, no, absolutely, and I didn't really hear what he was talking about uh, entirely, but he always is. No matter what situation. Well, we, you know, but I would like to make an announcement uh, on, on your show. <clears throat> yes. Uh, can yeah, I make um, an announcement? Clear ways. Yes. Uh, actually, Please. Uh, you want to so, so my, uh, my, 
There you go. My dear friend, Pete Johnson and I, we're your, both going to start Pete our own cigar brand. Yeah. Wait, wait, say this again? We're, we're going to start our own cigar brands. It's going to be something some new, and uh, it's going to shake. It's going to rock, rock the industry to its foundation. Okay, hold on. Can it's you not, just repeat that one more time? Uh, my dear friend Pete Johnson and I, I mean, separately, not collaborative, of course, uh, we're going to launch uh, our own cigar brands. High five! To, to, it just is, is uh, something new that not everybody, everybody is doing. Don't Listen, I understand that. Everybody, everybody's repeating what you're saying to me as if I don't understand it. They're starting, the, but he said separately, not collaboratively. So yes, what does that mean? Yes, it's true. You're we're going to start your own. He's making his own? Yeah, yeah. It's something new already? that no one's doing every day. You catch what don't I'm saying here? Have? Yeah, maybe not. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Are we, Adam, come on, tell me you're with me. Tell are me you, you are picking this up. Are you receiving no. my... Look, Nobody, man, I, I'm not. no one, day, no one is receiving your signal. And there's 15 cigar brands that are launching, okay? So you're, you're being sarcastic. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> it's a joke. You gotta lay it on You're a little thicker there, I'm sorry, buddy. You gotta lay it on a little Everybody thicker there. Everybody's gonna have our brand. Everybody. Well, I was gonna say, don't you already each have your own cigar brand? The, the thing you should have said. I, the, the my problem is, I got uh, Jeanette uh, Waddle in the front row here, nodding her head as if this is news that she's been reading about. The, the, the thing you should have like, said like, was, like, like, my, like, like, this is some true story. I'm like, is this something I don't know? I haven't read. I, she's sitting here in front of me, front row, sitting here. You're like, yeah, me and Pete Johnson, we're gonna be making our own cigar brand, and she's just nodding her head at me. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I read that's that right, somewhere. Baby. I'm like, what? I'm lost. I'm like, what? And then I'm acting all confused, and she's lip syncing to me. They're making their own cigar brand. I'm like, what is this? No, the real joke would have been if you said, my unborn yet to be named child is going to come out with a cigar brand at the IBCPR. That would have been a good one. I mean, I, mean, I, I thought it was. Adam, you're I, trying to one up that. You're trying to be on the show. Yeah, Adam, what, Adam what up to you? I mean, I thought it was sarcasm, but I'm, I'm looking at my audience. They're nodding their heads. I'm like, you know, this is a cigar industry. Anything is possible. You know, it could be something. Hello, real. audience. Mm-hmm. How are you today? <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a couple of beers, but I thought I knew what was going on. Not really. I know. I was just waiting for you all to just shut your traps. So, Matt. I when, have not yet begun to drink. When is the drop-down date? Well, she's due June 17th. Oh, are you talking about our cigar brand project, or are you talking about the baby? Come on, now. Okay, so June 17th when? is the date. So basically any day. We're just laying in wait. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Are you going to freak out when, when, when the water breaks? Are you going to freak out when the water breaks? No, man. You know, a big delicious. You ready for I this? Am, you prepared? Uh, I am. I'm tranquilo, baby. I am in the zone for this evolution of life. In life, I am. I am at peace and ready for the next uh, Let me chapter. tell you something. Let me tell you about something about your peace and tranquility, okay? I want a live GoPro on you when that water breaks. I want to see this peace and tranquility when that water breaks and you're rushing her to the hospital. <laughs> well, no, 
You know, I mean, overall, man, I mean, there are going to be moments of excitement and such. But, uh, you know, overall, I'm, I'm very uh, in, this, in, in Zen with this, in Yang with Yin and such, so forth, so on. You got, you got the go bag ready to go. You're all set. Oh, yeah, go bag, baby. I got that. I got the Maxi Cozy installed in the car, man. I got the little reverse mirror. I even got the pad underneath so it doesn't mess up Daddy's leather. Yeah, I got the whole thing. I got the whole thing. <laughs> You're so bad. That's what I'm talking about. You're so bad. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we got we to gotta go to break, Matt. Thanks for joining us. But listen, real quick, uh, anything you want to touch base on? on bro- product? I want to touch base on everybody. <laughs> product or brands before the IPCPR show this year? Anything good you're working on? I am working on several very fantastic items that will be available to you uh, at our fine industry trade show coming up in New Orleans. Just remember this, kids. If it says Room 101 when you see it, you buy It'll be a fantastic experience. Buy Room 101? Buy it. You buy it. There's advice straight from Matt Booth. All right, brother. Thank you very much. Good right, love to Nikki and uh, we'll hope, we'll be seeing, hope, hoping to see baby pictures very soon. All right, folks, after this, we're going to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. If you created the Aging Room Small Batch Cigar Line, the highest-rated boutique cigar brands of our times, what would you do next? Well, if you're Raphael Nodal from Boutique Blend Cigars, you would combine your three most important passions of your life, Cuba, music, and cigars, and create a new classic, La Boheme Cigars. La Boheme is Raphael's take on the golden age of Cuban cigars. La Boheme is a sophisticated blend of extra-aged and hard-to-find tobacco from the Dominican Republic, a medium-bodied cigar rich in flavors, reminiscent of the island he left 35 years ago in a small boat with his family. Why wait for the embargo to be lifted? Smoke La Boheme today. Blending is in our DNA. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series B Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke, which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Milanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva an unbeatable value, and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. 
Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in sun-grown or Maduro. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvests of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, for the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Cross it. Welcome back to the final minutes of this week's episode of Kiss My Ass Radio. Minutes, sure. Yeah. Honest Abe here with Adam Kaberweister and the lovely medium. Big shout out to Randall from Louisiana. Randall, you are Zycar winner today. You'll win that wonderful Zycar package. Thank you for listening to the show and thank you for our fine sponsors at Zycar. And now Lady M is going to spend a moment with you to let you know who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. Lady M, please share with us this week. Courtesy of Iconic and Recluse. No, courtesy of CLE. And a Sorry, Sorry, Christian Earl, we love you. C-L-E. Well, I know that this might hit home with cigars. you. Well, not really hit home, but like you have an HOA, and sometimes following there. Do we all have an HOA here in Florida? Uh, no, not every neighborhood has I, mine, an HOA. D- mine does, but I don't have to deal with yeah. this. Right, okay, so a homeowners association in Brentwood, Tennessee, is threatening to sue a family for installing a wheelchair ramp outside of their home. How a, can they do that? A local pastor, Michael Broadnax, suffered a stroke, leaving his wife Charlotte to be the head of the household. And he underwent a brain surgery, which left him hospitalized. He's now recovering. So the wife installed a wheelchair ramp outside of their home for him for convenience. The association sent them a letter demanding within 14 days of the date of this letter that they must remove the wheelchair ramp from the exterior of their home. Okay, but... Is that all the details you have? Are they saying they have to make it like a concrete ramp? No. They can't deny them from the ramp. Completely remove it. See, now, here, there's a couple of things there. I mean, they might have had, did they, if they said they have to remove it because they did not get the permission of the HOA prior to installation. That is, that is the case. Oh, come on. Because they didn't, the HOA didn't approve the ramp before they put it in. Wow. So they're let, making let, them let me, remove let me, it. Let me tell you something. First off, it really says something about you as a group of people, the HOA that you're going to make this woman actually go through all that work to just, so you, it. just to get your approval. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe you can even say you can, she could leave it there and you can submit for approvals and then we need to change it. Whatever. And secondly, as you're doing this one to now a guy who's handicapped. Yep. So how those people aren't all over you. And the third, but the dude's a pastor. Nobody must believe in the afterlife because you're all damned now. Well, the HOA got a lot of uh, heat for it. Yeah, and idiots. then they came back and said, well, we didn't know the ramp was for the homeowner. 
What? Well, who is it for? <laughs> who is it for? <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of idiots. They don't idiots. tell you the homeowner uh, association, but whoever these homeowner association I mean, people idiots. are, you 90% deserve to be of the HOA people belong in a cigar and sand asylum anyway. Oh, without a doubt. Seriously. I think so. I someone here on this show is on their uh, HOA board. Can we get somebody from the Tennessee HOA on the show? I would, if you can, I would love to talk to them next week. Uh, we got to get the details. I don't know. The week after, yes, we are. Yeah, next week is a best of show. Yes, yeah. I will be in Chicago. I'm playing in a golf tournament. And I'm dancing with the dolphins. Wow. <laughs> She had to sing that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let's get out of here before it gets worse. Yeah, right. I got to go. Gotta so, go. yeah, Jeanette doing your best of next week, so you won't have to be in the audience giving me wrong Jeanette's, data. Jeanette's doing Room 101 and Peacock. Oh, come on, and dude. News alerts. All right, folks. My judicial closing life is short. Save the moments to count. Never be afraid to express how you feel, because if anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ash. Be merciless. Spare no cigars. Smoke them all. Let God smoke, sort them out.